Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenzi, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. We're also on the clock College basketball is back, and I've got uh, – I'm sweating out a game right now as we speak. Michigan, Michigan <laughs> yeah. and Bowling Green, Bowling. my Michigan Wolverine, the good Michigan. It's great to it's great to watch a Michigan game, Cam, and know I'm going to win as opposed to yeah. a football game. I tune into a Michigan basketball game, and it's, it's fun times. Yeah. Juwan Howard's doing a great job. Maybe he should coach the football team. <laughs> maybe I'm maybe starting Juwan to, Howard. Exactly. Should coach, yeah, should coach, coach, coach the football team as well. So, you know, Cam, I jumped in. The total was uh, 148 uh, and a half in this Michigan Bowling Green game. And Bowling Green play up-tempo basketball, Cam. You know, they, they push do. the tempo in the back, like their football team, right? They, they push the tempo Bowling Green. And Michigan, it's not John Beeline anymore, bro. Jawan Howard's an NBA guy. Like, he's Fab Five. Jawan Howard isn't playing – zone screens let's you know milk the shot clock he's like no 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 dunk the ball like shoot a three hurry up (laughs) right like he's not completely but he's he's he brought more of a pro element to michigan's game beeline did a great job cam did a great job but his style was a little antiquated bro if you notice like michigan could get to the final four but we couldn't beat the top teams because you know we're just not just not athletic enough michigan's much more athletic now and a total 148 I jumped in on the over, and then you know me, Cam. I you know, couldn't resist myself. Jumped in on the over again. I had over 148. Went to a chiropractor today. Just got back, actually. Went to a chiropractor, <laughs> and uh, I saw, hey, Michigan's doing well. I'm going to jump in on the in-game over, and we hit that as well. So, yes, go blue. Amazing blue up 91.77 uh, right now, which means, though, Cam, unbelievable. The point spread, bro, was 14 and a half. They're up by I know. 15. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. No, Bowling Green, they're, they're hanging, but hey, you did well with the total. Good point about Beeline. Let's remember John Beeline's teams from West Virginia to Michigan. It's more of a college style, right? And the thing is, when you have great athletes, you don't need to play that way. You could play, uh, Michigan can play a run and gun style, and I agree. Beeline, a lot of the time, they settled. Remember those teams, Gabe, with his son, uh, Her- Hair Bear, uh, Pitts Noggle, those West Virginia teams that did well. They had less talent than the Michigan team, so he played that, that style, and it worked. He is a very good coach, but I agree with you. Michigan has the athletes to play a faster-paced style, and yeah, I think we're going to have a lot of overs with them. i got to be frankly honest with you. After last night's MLS card, I don't really have a lot of money uh, to be playing with today so very small plays trying to time trying to grind so far so good but man that soccer last night really uh, punched me in the face 
I mean hard, like yeah, I got good. knocked out. I was going to say, Cam, there's good news, bad news. The bad news is there's no college football tonight. There's no Mac. There's no nothing. There's like, there's no college exactly. football. The good news is there's no MLS soccer tonight. That's the good yes. news. <laughs> yes. We're canceling the show. Uh, corner kicks with Cam for retooling. Again, we always come back with a strong episode after retooling, and we have our, uh, our meeting. But, man, I'll tell you. This of it, a it, like, that was just the only, it was a the only wins I got last night were the live overs, Gabe. In the final game, I took live overs in Seattle and LAFC, and LAFC had a goal, came, turned back. It was just, you said it, it was a disaster. Right after the Toronto game, we should have known this is not going to be our night, but I'm a sucker for punishment. (laughs) (laughs) Philadelphia were down 2 0 after like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even go over. (laughs) Smart. I know you went on the live under. I know I should have done that. (laughs) I jumped in on the live under. I finally did. I was like, yeah, yeah, I got to jump it in on here. Jumped in on live under. And I did did hit the LA FC Seattle over as a nightcap. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to our radio affiliates. I am Gable Morenzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead cam. Stewart, it's game time decisions. And tonight, it's college basketball uh, decisions that we're going to be making. Boom. Just like that, boys. The college uh, college basketball season is upon us. They're, they're running and gunning as we speak uh, right now. We've got a game coming up at 630 that I find interesting. Cal Irvine and Pepperdine. Uh, so we're going to break down uh, that game. We've got Rhode Island and ASU. Another a big time a matchup, a game that I'm really looking forward to uh, tonight is UCLA and San Diego State. Fun basketball game. It's in San Diego. It's in San Diego. It's it's like one of these little like, sort of mini tournament uh, games. So it's not like UCLA at San Diego, but it's at San Diego, if you know what I mean. <laughs> like, there's a few yeah. other teams there. It's a tournament in San Diego. Uh, but... Uh, UCLA are a very, very uh, veteran team, guys. They got everybody back. They got all their starters back, and they've added. They added that Juzang guy, who's a stud as well. So um, they're 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 a stacked team. I like UCLA a little bit uh, later on. So LouGamblu.com is going to join us. We'll talk some UFC. Uh, UFC is relentless as golf. Cam Dana White, man, yep. this guy, this guy. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Like, Who cares? Multiple cards. <laughs> yes, yes, multiple yes. cards. Um, but hey, you know, God, God bless them. So we got UFC fights on Saturday. Uh, we'll break it down with Lou. We'll talk some NFL football. And in fact, listen, me and Cam are going to be on tomorrow during the Washington Dallas game, but we won't be here on Friday. So, you know, today we really, you know, break down the Thursday games. We'll talk NFL football with Lou. We'll get into the college football Thanksgiving card with Joe Lisi a little bit uh, later on. And I'm sure Joe Lisi has a lot of thoughts on uh, Diego Maradona uh, passing away. Is Joe Lisi is the only Italian that hates soccer? It's like he's like the <laughs> the only person who's Italian in the world that doesn't like soccer. It's true. <laughs> no, I was looking. I, I was reading my updates, going through the soccer scores. He was giving me a weird look when I was on the the VMix uh, system because he's on the show before. Yeah, Joe's. Yeah, he didn't really get excited for the soccer game. Good points. <laughs> and Joe Lisi loves college football. He wow. doesn't care for college basketball. Like if we ask him about Pepperdine no. and Cal Irvine, he'll know much no. about EPA.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. A lot of stuff uh, to get to, including uh, Thursday night's Baltimore Raven-Pittsburgh Steeler game. Oh, wait, that's right. Uh, that's right. The NFL uh, shuts it down, and uh, they will be playing on Sunday, and the Pittsburgh Steelers once again get screwed. <laughs> due it's unbelievable. Due to other teams, other teams' COVID situations. Yeah, like they lost their bye week at the time. Their schedule got rearranged. And now, uh, you know, it's not really Pittsburgh's problem that Baltimore's got COVID issues. Like, I it wasn't you know, their problem. At Tennessee had it, too. No, I have COVID, yep. separate them. And we all knew coming in, guys. You know what's amazing to me? And I don't defend the Patriots very often. The Patriots are like the only team that got screwed in this. The Patriots had no players, and they were told, tough, you're playing on TV. You think it's Belichick true. wanted to start Hoyer that night? It was a disaster. Like, they got screwed. Like, they, they were forced to play despite COVID. Yet, other teams, oh, it's okay. You guys are, oh, yeah, we'll wait. Well, we'll give you a couple of more days. It's supposed to be relentless and ruthless. And the NFL has been anything but, Cam. All the, it was all smoke and mirrors. Like, basically, like, if I was an NFL team, I would just violate the rules. Why? Goodell doesn't do anything anyways. Like, like, honestly, I will like say- with the practice with the Titans and everything. Yeah. Ooh, the Raiders lost a six-round draft pick. So what? Who cares? You know, whatever. You're better off losing a six-round draft pick and practicing illegally, <laughs> in my opinion. No. Yeah, what do I yeah, care about no. a six-round draft pick? Here's the thing. The Pittsburgh Steelers had all the momentum. The thing is, they're still going to Baltimore. Those guys aren't playing still. It's annoying as hell because we wanted to have a Thursday night game. But Dobbins and those guys, they can't play. There's seven guys out. They got the center out. They got the two running backs out. They got a couple other guys. They are seven players cannot play that game on Sunday. Do you think Pittsburgh wants to play on Sunday? No. Juju Smith-Schuster came on and said, I agree exactly what you said. This isn't our problem. 
we already got screwed by Tennessee, and now these guys are changing things for us. So I agree 100%. I think it's a train wreck. And you're right. I, I, I'll give you full marks on that one. That's true. The Patriots are a team like, that wasn't fair that night. They didn't have any t- opportunity, and they had to play Stidham and Hoyer, and uh, they hung with oh, Kansas City till late in that game. Yeah, yeah exactly. They were told, no, you're playing no matter what. It doesn't matter that you don't have any quarterbacks. It doesn't matter that, yeah. you know, you've got everybody out. You're playing because it's on TV. You know, it's, it's, listen, everything is very subjective this year. One thing I will say, Cam, that Roger Goodell told the NFL teams before the year started, some teams will get screwed. <laughs> like, they basically yep. knew coming in that it's going to happen. So it's, there's going to be a few teams that are going to get a competitive advantage out of this, and we have to live with it. Now, let me ask you, Cam, going into college football, because this story is kind of flying under the radar a little bit, like Wisconsin. So you know the Wisconsin story? So Wisconsin are yep. ineligible to play in the Big Ten championship. Like, their season is meaningless. Like, think of all the work they put in, because, Cam, they can only get to five games. There's no time for them to play somebody else. Like, it is what it is. They're moving on without them. And the Big Ten told teams it's in the writing. They made a deal. Six-game minimum. If you don't play six games, you're not you're not eligible for the Big Ten championship. So imagine mm-hmm. Wisconsin goes 5-0 and oh, and they're not eligible. Like, come on, Cam. Like, what are we doing here this year? <laughs> like, BYU's 10-0, and oh, and they're ranked 14th. This college, I, out of all the seasons, you want to talk about asterisks, this is the one out of all the sports. There's no asterisks next to the NBA champ. There's no asterisks no. next to the Lightning. There's no asterisks no, next to the Dodgers. There's an asterisk next to this college football season, bro. Come on, man. Some teams are going to be in the playoffs with a with a six and zero record. Some teams are not in with twelve and zero records. Yeah, the the whole system's just shot. But we have to deal with it. We know. And listen, considering we're in the middle of a pandemic, these are just petty issues. But it sucks for Wisconsin. It sucks for Wisconsin. How about Utah, Cam? You talked about Utah yesterday. Yeah, I did. They played one yep. game, and now they have a game canceled again. So imagine, they're, Cam, they're gonna- you're you're a kid <laughs> on Utah. You're going through all the NCAA crap. You can't take a slice of pizza. You can't smoke a bowl. You can't do this. You can't do that. Because, oh, you're on the Utah Ute football team. Yeah, Utah Ute football team is going to play, like, what, three games this year? Yeah, that was a real if fun the, time at college. If they're, if, <laughs> if they're lucky. If they're lucky. The one thing about Wisconsin is is this, though. They're, it's one of those years where – They've already lost a game, and that's good on good on Northwestern. They upset Wisconsin, right, Gabe? So they've got a loss. That's the thing about the the Badger program. There, if they went, if they ran the table, they could have an argument. But the thing is, look, a lot of these other teams are playing. Like Ohio State ain't going to lose a game when Northwestern's playing great right now. So we'll see. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I it's crazy though because now they pay the price because the Minnesota Gold, Golden Gopher program they got problems. They're a train wreck anyway, and that, and that game gets postponed. We see another game. Oklahoma has issues now, and their game versus West Virginia has now been moved to December the twelfth. Uh, so it never I can't ends. Help but chuckle. I can't help but chuckle. And even though I'm a Michigan fan, think of the one poor guy that really could have used like a bunch of games getting canceled. Harbaugh, and Michigan. 
Yes, that's that's the team that should have had COVID. This game, this game is never canceled. It's so true. Hey, Rutgers this week. All right, no, we're playing again. You know, Michigan schedule. It's like you got to be kidding me. Like Ohio State have had like two games canceled already. Wisconsin, whatever. Everybody's postponements. You notice, Kim, every Michigan game, right on schedule, guys, right on schedule. <laughs> it's true. And Harbaugh would have Harbaugh <laughs> used it this year. You know what? Hey, we only played three games. Thank God, because we would have gotten killed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You're so right, though. It's such bad luck because he's been horrible this year. If the games got canceled, it wouldn't even have mattered. He could have maybe saved his job. That's the thing. Like, you watch them, like, beat Rutgers in, like, double overtime. It's like, whoa, Michigan, what the heck hey, is hey, going hey, on hey. here? <laughs> they won the game. They won the game. That was rough. Uh, yeah. All you need. Well, listen, Rutgers are better they, now, but yeah, they, are, is, they, they are. They are. Seattle's a better coach. You know, okay. But when you went to Piscataway, Gabe, what were they? Forty-seven. Was 30, it forty-seven point thirty-eight? Thirty-nine and a half. And this time it was 12. So you're telling me from the time you lived in New Jersey to now that the Michigan Wolverine program is a, almost a three touchdown difference? Wow, that's. Pretty bad. More not. Yeah, more, more than that. <laughs> we, we fall Seven, six, six touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, God. Live. Man, yeah, I was close. at that game with our boy, with our boy, Roe. Roe. Roe was love showing me around campus, Cam. So I'll tell you what, that's a, you'd actually like Rutgers. Like you'd, you'd like going to a Rutgers game. I know you. You know what Rutgers, it's like, um, I don't know. It's like going to like a WWE wrestling event or it's like going to a Hamilton Tiger Cat game. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. Fun. Go out there. Like it's very, the thing is, it really is in the middle of nowhere. All right. So I'm saying it's sort of like that. It's like a wrestling, like, you know, it's a different type of crowd, uh, Rutgers. But yeah, I had Michigan minus 39 and a half. And um, I had Michigan minus 39 and a half. And they won. They won 42-7, Cam. They won by 35. And you know why? Because wow. a punt return. Rutgers returned a punt for a touchdown. <laughs> like, I, made, the I knew it was score. a bad line. Yeah, I knew it was a bad yeah. line, but I didn't think Rutgers would score. I was like, they won't score on Michigan. Michigan can shut them out like 45 nothing or something. 42-7, bro. That stupid Brutal. punt return. I knew when the punt returned, I was like, ah, nah, they're not. And Michigan was bored. They kept running the ball and stuff. Okay, so uh, we got a game coming up uh, here, Cam. Believe it, uh, six thirty. I got. Let me uh, close my champ league scores. Thanks for nothing, Atletico Madrid uh, today. Although your team won today, Atalanta. Uh, oh yeah, Atalanta. Atalanta. Yeah, I like Atalanta. I, I, and the cleaning and my favorite cleaning product, uh, Ajax. Yeah, good. Good in the toilets and sinks. Yeah, Amsterdam. <laughs> Ajax Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, I love Ajax. Ajax <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> I've, Ajax. Heard, I've heard sports guys say that. And Ajax oh, yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. I'm like, come on, buddy. It's Ajax. Come on. It's, it's Ajax. It's like, Ajax. figure it out. Ajax. Exactly. Yeah, it's not a playable cleaner. All right. Listen, we got UC Irvine and Pepperdine coming up at 630, guys. Mm. I like Pepperdine in this game. Cal Irvine basically lost, like, four starters, new backcourt. They've only got one guy back up front. This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This continues. I am Gabriel Morenci throwing it down with the raging redhead, Cam Astor. It's time to bring uh, Lou uh, on uh, right now, but just quickly for those of you that are going to be laying it down, uh, let's just see: should we do money line or lay the points uh, here? I do like Pepperdine. This Ross kid—I don't know if you remember Ross, but uh, the kid's a I monster. Do. A little mini, mini Steph Curry uh, with Pepperdine. Pepperdine's good. Yeah, Pepperdine's got like four guys uh, back. They've got their guy back as well. Uh, Irvine. I tell you what, though, Irvine. These guys, twenty-eight and four in conference play, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last thirty-two conference games in this conference. They've been a damn good basketball team. They've got one of their big men back. They've got another kid back coming off the bench that's a double digits guy. But I don't like betting on teams, guys, that have new point guards and uh, and new guards in college. Listen, freshmen can be successful in, in college sports now, in college basketball. But without being stated, first game, you know, out of the gate, it's tough. You know, there's going to be growing pains. Uh, would you rather lay the three or 65 cents, though, Cam, is the question. If you like Pepper, I, I think, don't know. Maybe you like, like Irvine. Maybe you like the anti. No. No, I'm, I'm going to lay it down with the waves. I, I think it's a spl- split bet. Um, you, you do Pepperdine with the spread and on the money line. Hope to hope to click both because I don't want to lay the juice on the money line on both. So split bet, s- small unit with Pepperdine and uh, and the money line there. I can't do a lot as I mentioned the MLS uh, torture job oh, from last night. So I, I my name is not Cam Stewart right now. It's Gary Grinder. I'm back on the grind trying to get some units for the. Thanksgiving football tomorrow. <laughs> here I am. Here oh, I am. A disaster. Yeah, off. you're going nuts. Yeah. 75 Pepperdine <laughs> minus three, 75 Pepperdine yeah. money line. A buck 50. That's yeah, a little rich it's for my big. blood. I'm a little bit less. That's I'm a bit <laughs> I'm in the bargain bin with these games tonight, Gabe. Bargain bin. I don't know. It's been 150 <laughs> bucks out of Pepperdine. I don't know what you're doing either, but don't I I, I I don't want the chicken sound effect. But I'm not betting that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! You're not. You're not, you're, you're, you're yeah, not exactly. chicken. You're poor. There's a difference. You're not scared. You're poor. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's bring in. Uh, let's bring in Lou. the high roller stacks. Yeah, Lou. Lou. High roller yeah, stacks. Gold card. Nothing but a gold card for Lou. Cam uh, <laughs> steps up and enjoys. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, Lou. How you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Happy to join you this Thanksgiving week and. Uh, 
though I really work on trying to limit selections and keeping them to just a few, I can do that because I don't have to talk 24-7, 365. I tip my cap to you. But I will say this, especially this week, sometimes the best wager is the one not made. Well, that's disappointing, yes. Lou. <laughs> I wish we had you on the show. It doesn't sell much. <laughs> it doesn't sell radio. I know that. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. And I was actually counting on some inside an inside angle on this ASU Rhode Island game. Uh, that's, uh, but that's that's at the top of the hour. Uh, we'll get we'll get to that game. No, you're right though, Lou. Uh, college basketball is back, and I'm not going to lie. It's a challenge to stay on top of every sport. But now that college basketball is back, there's 336 line teams, 336 teams. It's impossible. Like anybody can tell you they know everything about 336 teams is lying. Unless you're a computer, it's, you know, you've got to focus in on conferences. But what I tell people, Lou, is what a wise man once told me that, you know, whenever these seasons start, that it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon, right? There's, yeah, there's 80 college basketball games today. There's going to be another... 3,000 more over the next couple of months. So there'll be a lot of opportunities to jump in. But with that being stated, I do think, Lou, early in the season, I'll disagree with you on this. I think early in the season, you can attack. You can exploit. You can exploit teams' weaknesses and before they get them corrected as the season goes on. And I think that that could be the case in pro sports uh, as well. So before we get into the UFC, let's talk uh, football. Thanksgiving. Uh, football, Mr. Discipline, Lou. Um, you know, tell us no, no opinion. <laughs> Houston, Houston, Detroit, pass. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I actually do like Houston in this game, but it's really a bet against Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions. But any thoughts on the Thanksgiving card, Lou? Minus the Baltimore no. Pittsburgh game that scratched. No, actually, I had an opinion on Baltimore Pittsburgh, but now that game has been. Moved. Moved to me, I think Houston's playing well, and so excuse me, you have to balance how well Houston's playing against how poorly they've looked. I think it's a good setup for Houston in the first game and the second game. Uh, just because Dallas looked great one week after a bye, they did get Andy Dalton back. Uh, I'm not convinced. I would take Washington in the three, but I won't play either of those two games. Again, my, my deals are just a little bit different, uh, and so I, I none of those really made my cut, if I can say it like that. All right, so let's get into uh, let's get into the UFC, uh, Lou, because I know you've got some picks for the UFC. Uh, so, what do you think about uh, what do you think about Saturday's card? Uh, did it jump off the uh, the screen at you? You know, there are some fights on this card. First of all, there's some great styles make fights uh, fight. It's in, in, a grappler against a guy that wants to stand and bang. And there's a handful of those kinds of fights on this card that makes it appealing to me as well. I think there's a, a couple of spots here where there's an underdog or two that's live. And I think there's one fight that's totally mispriced that we can get to, you know, whenever you want. All right, let's start off uh, with the uh, the main event uh, here with Curtis Blades, who's been on quite a roll uh, in the UFC. 
if you look at who he's lost to, he's lost to Naganu. So it sort of put him in a tough spot where he had to climb the ladder once again. Uh, but he's run through everybody. He really has. He's run through everybody except Naganu. And, you know, some tough dudes. Mark Hunt, uh, Overeem. Uh, you know, Junior Dos Santos is actually passes, way past his prime now. Uh, beats Volkov. What's your take on uh, Blades uh, versus Lewis? A uh, big favorite, Lou. Yeah, he has a big favorite, and he should be. You know, there's three heavyweight fighters on one plane, a chasm, and then there's a whole bunch of heavyweight fighters trying to get up and uh, be able to compete with Nganu and Blades specifically. But, but you got to put Chimio now that Cormier's gone. Uh, listen, Blades, unrelenting pressure, his wrestling is size. He trains at a great camp in elevation in Colorado. Uh, he should be a heavy favorite here because he has the goods and the ability to totally wear Derek Lewis out. Derek Lewis on his own has five to seven minutes of gas tank. Uh, he struggles to make the 265 weight limit, and he's a one-dimensional fighter. Uh, he's been given Blades some heat in the press because he doesn't like the way that Blades fights. Well, you know what? The object is getting your hand raised, not how you fight. And so Derek Lewis can start making excuses all he wants, but he's not going to win this fight. And if he were to win it, it would be a, a, an early flash KO, just like Nganu has found a way to do with Blades. I do happen to think Blades will earn his way back to another shot with Nganu, and I'm hoping I get an opportunity at that fight. What about the uh, what about the total of this fight, uh, Lou? It's uh, one and a half, but it's shaded to the over pretty heavily, minus 192 to the over. So if you look at under uh, one and a half, uh, plus 150, but it's correlated to Blades winning means it's a longer fight, right? So that's why it's minus 192 to the over. It, it is uh, because, you know, again, I think Lewis's path is a, is a flash knockdown, which is un, probably unlikely. And that's why they – Derek Lewis should not be underestimated here. He's tough as nails, and his durability is without question. And so I would have to think that they don't want me to go over the one and a half, but it's the only play here. All right, Lou, uh, com uh, with us. We keep thinking we, we're losing you, Lou. I'm like, all right, we should just reconnect with Lou, but then we sort of hang on, Cam. Uh, it's it's happening on my end, too. It's happening yeah, yeah, on my yeah. end, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, we're aware. It's happening. Sorry. Uh, uh, no, it's all good, Lou. So uh, Anthony Smith and uh, and Devin Clark. Anthony Smith mm. is a minus 132 favorite uh, in this fight. Um, what's wow. your take on That's this, Lou? Sixth-ranked uh, light heavyweight fighter who's looked so poor his last two fights. Since he had that home invasion issue at his house in the early uh, March or May, uh, Smith's taken two fights and just really taken a lot of damage. But as a fighter, he's older than 
that. I think he's washed. These are two ships passing in the night, and in essence, I think Clark it has the potential with a win here to be considered an ascending fighter. And uh, with a loss here, Smith, I think, goes away. And he's the sixth-ranked fighter, only minus 135. I really give Clark a really good chance here. I like uh, the way he fights, even though he's not flashy, and he's not going to probably finish Smith unless Smith's deteriorated beyond even my uh, expectations. But I think Clark's in a good position here. He has a lot to fight for, and I think he's a live dog. You know, one thing about a guy like Clark, I like a sort of a fighter that other people are like, oh, Anthony Smith, all right, you know, he, he had his turn. He's not the fighter that he was or he was overhyped, et cetera. But, Cam, if you're a guy like Devin Clark, you're a guy like Devin Clark, this is your opportunity to make a name by beating Smith. In the same I way agree. Smith made a name by beating other people, right? If you know what Clark, it is, Gabe? This guy Smith has fought in big fighters. He's a big name. If I can beat this guy, then it really makes a name for me. I like that motivating factor for a fighter like this. I agree. And you guys know more than me, but Anthony Smith hasn't had the ability to finish people, and that's a concern right now. That's why I'm going to look at Clark. All right, Game Time Decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, game time decision continues. I am Gabriel Morenci, kicking it with uh, Cam Stewart, LouGambleu.com uh, with us. I believe uh, we've uh, we've reconnected uh, with Lou. All right, so talking about Blades, and she, you know, it probably goes over to one and a half, guys. It is minus 190. Talking about Anthony Smith and Devin Clark. If you look at Anthony Smith, and like I said before, Cam, remember not to make light of the situation, but... When you're not taking out a uh, get out a home, not home out, invader, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like we should have yeah, known. Like when, when Anthony yeah. Smith said, he goes, "Oh, I hit him with everything I hit John Jones with." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, bro. And then like, he lost his next fight after. But you know, I just think that a guy like Anthony Smith that he has peaked. He's already been at the top. He knows he's not getting back. He's not getting another title shot and all that again. He's made some money, and now you get a hungry fighter in Clark uh, here. And look, there's a reason why he's only a minus 132 favorite, Lou. I completely agree. And and when you think, if you look on paper, you see the sixth-ranked light heavyweight against a guy that's not ranked, you'd think that the there'd be a, a much wider uh, spread. And uh, I think the I think the uh, makers are are on to this. Uh, but at the same time, I I, I think that. Uh, I think that Clark has a huge carrot in front of him, and I know he's going to come focused and give his best effort. That's all we can ask for in a fight. All right, so what else are you looking at on the card here, Lou? Next fight down, you've got the Japanese fighter, and it's either Sato or Sato. Um, This guy's 16-3, and pretty good fighter, not great competition. Uh, He goes into this fight with this young up-and-comer, 9-0 by 
He's a Brazilian height advantage. He's going to have a three, two inch uh, reach advantage. And uh, I, I, I bet I just cut out again. I can tell by Gabriel's uh, reaction. <laughs> Keep on anyway. <laughs> Baeza has some physical attributes. He's the younger fighter. Provided he uses his IQ and takes Sato, who can't stop a sneeze, down to the ground, I think Baeza wins this fight. He opened 220. He's now down to minus 155. I also like the over one and a half, minus 120 in this fight. Oh, boy. I'm looking right now, Cam. I have to fight right under here. It's our boy. What, your boy Spike Carlisle? Carlisle? That's what I was going to say. I'm reading your mind, Mike. Spike Carlisle. Yeah, I actually like the, I like the other kid in the fight. Yeah, I, I, yes, I, so, you do know, I. Yes, so do I. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like the other kid in this fight. And then uh, then, then there's one more. This is an unusual fight, and it's, it's a fade. Uh, this girl, Rachel Ostovich, is a pretty young whole. Why in gal, but she's got Terry. She can't fight. She's fighting this gal, uh, Gina Mazzani, who has recently in the last couple of years started dating um, uh, uh, Elliot, Tim Elliott. And she's now gone to his camp and begun training. I think she's experienced a, a little bit of a resurgence. And even though her record is close to 50 50, uh, the, the gals she's lost to are Tigers. And I think she's in a great spot here. I believe she should be minus 200 or better, and you can catch her minus 130. That's the value of the night for me. Sorry, Lou. I'm just uh, very distracted uh, right now by uh, by Rachel uh, Ostovich. Sorry about that. Like, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people say, like, the hottest <laughs> MMA fighter. The hottest MMA fighter. But I think there, there's that Russian chick. I forget her name, man. Like, uh, she looks like a supermodel. Uh, but nevertheless, she, she's not great. Um, I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you where you're going with her. Ostevich is hot, but doesn't mean she's going to win, uh, win, win the fight. Uh, I like where you're going with this, too. And you talk about, like, Tim Elliott. Just a little bit different. Like, Ostovich has to have a ton of offers, Lou, and, like, all kinds of things on the horizon. If you're Mazzani here, you're with Tim Elliott. Fighting's your complete life. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, yes. Fighting's your complete life, Cam. You know what I mean? Like, that's I the agree. difference here. Yeah. You get the girl. Yeah. She ain't going to be on the cover of any magazine. She's not going to be in movies. You know what I'm saying? She's married I'd to be worried. Fighter. I just saw the picture of Ostevich. Like, she should be doing modeling. Like, you can't worry about, like, her face getting all cut up and stuff like that. I'm with you. And Elliot's a bulldog, man. You think he's got his his lady working? I, I bet they're working. Yeah, I think, I think so too. You're coming around like real sexist here. Oh, she's hot. You're like, she Cam's like, no, she no, I'm not. No, I don't mean anything like that. I'm just saying she. You, when you yeah, you have a very nice look, and you yeah, say, you, you just, just don't want to have your just, face masked up. That's all I'm saying. Like, you, know? you just looked at her pictures, and you're saying, "Holy crap! Yeah, she is hot." <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yes, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I yes. <laughs> I got a, yes, I got a close. I got a closer page. Actually, it's distracting me. All right, so let's. let's, right, let's it's just like whoa, another fight. Let's move forward yeah. to another fight. Let's move on. You're right. If you looked at her, you wouldn't <laughs> think she's a fighter. I could tell you that. But anyway, what else do we? What else are we looking at here? <laughs> <clears throat> 
Uh, well, you got Clark as a dog. You got Aljo as a dog. He's fighting the the, the Crimson Tiger, or whoever he is. You got uh, uh, Mazani, a little favorite, and then I'm going to go to one more other underdog, Manus, five uh, ten. Uh, this is his sophomore appearance. He won his first fight with a against a short notice guy. It was kind of tough because it was his debut. He's fighting a kid named Luke Sanders who's been off since February of 2019. Uh, Sanders trains here in Phoenix. I have reason to believe that Manus is going to give Sanders everything he can handle. And if Sanders is in a really tough, arduous, gripping, grinding fight, by the third round he finds a way to get beat. And I'm going to take Manus here for that reason, and he's an underdog as well. I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on this one here with uh, with Manis. I think a tough, tough, hungry fighter, uh, tough, hungry fighter here. I like where you're going with that, LouGamblu.com. So, what's your big uh, Thanksgiving? What what uh, what happens at the the Lou Gamblu household on Thanksgiving, Lou? I've been cooking all day. I'll I'll finish up tomorrow. <laughs> we got a big bird. It's it's just uh, yeah. it's just four of us. Uh, and I'm and I'm happy because that's a walk in the park for me. My sister from yeah. California was gonna come down with her family of six, and that was gonna cause me a lot of stress. But now uh, it's gonna be a, a, a it's gonna be an easy day. Cooking for yeah. four is something I do all the cooking here, so cooking for four is wow. easy for me. Cooking for ten yeah. would have been a challenge, and so uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've got it all prepped. Uh, have a couple yep. glasses of wine, watch a couple of football games, and I hope uh, all the all the people tuning in, as well as you two guys, have a great Thanksgiving, even though you're north of the border. Me and Cam are going to eat yeah. uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what, good to me. I got two. I, I'm, I cook in my family too. It's actually funny. I got. I'm going to peel some mashed potatoes, Gabe. I'm going to make mashed potatoes and gravy, and I got a big ham on sale that I'm going to put in the oven too. Saturate it with all sorts of good stuff. A nice mustard marinade. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe a little. Maybe a little ginger ale to keep it tender. I do the cooking in my house too, Lou. Big time. You know what, Lou? You've you've already got a no, turkey that, in the that oven. That sounds right? really good. Yeah, you, you cook <laughs> this got a turkey. overnight. <laughs> It takes about four person turkeys hours, probably seven, right? I, Lou, I'm dry, I'm dry I'm dry rubbing the bird right now, so it's sitting in the fridge <laughs> with all its spice in it. Tomorrow, it'll go into the it'll go into the oven. I'll stuff it with. I have an unbelievable dressing with apples, pecans, <laughs> onion, uh, celery, some sage. I mean, Uncle Lou. Uh, loves it. Loves the kitchen. And Cam, you and I need to get together and do some cooking and some eating someday soon, as well as you. Sounds love. Sounds lovely. Yeah, no, you too. Sounds like a you great bird. Hit it off. Like to me tomorrow. <laughs> to me tomorrow is just the Houston Texans Detroit Lions. Yeah, exactly. You know, you couldn't care less. Give, give me yeah. a tuna sub. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm not right now. I'm not a big Thanksgiving could, guy. If I could eat like Gabe and be that thin, I'd, I'd consider myself a lottery winner for crying out loud. But yeah, I agree, Lou. But I and you you eat you eat like a bachelor, and but you care you you keep it thin. So I don't know how you keep know. that thin. I don't know how healthy I am on my insides, though, Lou. That's the thing. But yeah. I appreciate Me it. Me too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Pressure. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 
So uh, before we get you out of here, uh, Lou, so NFL uh, football, uh, what about the card uh, this weekend? What does catch your eye? You don't like the Thanksgiving Day games. They Listen, everybody likes Washington. And and you guys are all, you're all re- reversing yourself, Ken, uh, in this, in that everyone says, oh, everyone thinks Dallas is back because they play the games. So you're going to bet against, you're going to bet against them. But Washington aren't that good. That's, you know, just the, that's the root of the issue here. I think Dallas are a better team. Uh, but what are you looking at uh, this week, if anything, Lou? What catches your eye? Because this week is loaded with so much new college basketball and football, I work back, meaning I start with Monday night football and work backwards, and I'm only betting UFC and NFL. And when we look at Monday night, we look at a game outside in Philly that's going to have some wind. You got a team in Seattle that's got a terribly porous uh, defensive backfield and an offensive team in Philly struggling to score. Uh, that total is 50 and a half or 51, and no one's paying attention to Monday or Sunday right now, guys. Find 51 and take that game under. You're going to have some wins, some elements, and Seattle Philly games. If you look back through the history, they're True. traditionally they're slobber knockers. They're, they're, they're ugly slobber knockers. And then we go, let's go right to Sunday night's game. Green Bay, Chicago, where the, the weather's going to be worse, the wind's going to be more intense, and Green Bay's starting MVP Mitch, or excuse me, Chicago will be starting MVP Mitch. Again, if you look across the board, you're seeing 44 and a half or 45 because the market is asleep. This is another under game, but do yourself a favor and get the 44 and a half or the 45 now before it goes down any further because it will go down. And in fact, FanDuel took it off the board. <laughs> it's yeah. Total right. I'm looking right now. They're smart. You see, they're not sleeping, Lou. They're not. I, yeah. I like your style, though, Lou. So you start yeah, from I agree. the back because you, th- you think, all right, the odds makers are concerned with the next yes. few hours all the time. We got a million college basketball games. We got That's the a great point. We got I, I, Friday I, football. So you're like, all right. And not just, they're not the odds makers, we should say. But the betters also haven't touched it, right? It's not the odds makers. The betters haven't touched it. The betters are hypnotized by the time Saturday college football comes around because they're betting Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And by the time Sunday comes, they're completely panicking and they're making irrational bets. (laughs) And we we know, we know right now that the bookmakers are going to need Chicago, the bookmakers are going to need Philly more than any game this year. Just know that and know that I'm probably going to be sitting right with them on Philly. But right now, the advantage is getting in on those unders because those numbers are going to be two or three points lower by the time everybody pulls their head out of their gulu and realizes what's going on. <laughs> their gulu. gulu. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a Sicilian word. That's a Sicilian word. I like word that. Rear end. Yeah, I like that. Half a <laughs> I like that gulu. <laughs> Yeah, Gulu pain. Yeah. Grace, one line that moved. Kansas City opened up at three. I see it's three and a half right now. Kansas City at Tampa Bay, uh, three and a half total, 55 and a half there. It's a great point that you raised, though, Lou, as far as the totals are concerned, too. Because people don't bet totals in advance either. Only they're really the bigger betters do, and then everyone jumps in on them after. All right, we'll wrap up with Lou on the other side here.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I agree. Name time decisions continues. I am uh, Gabriel Morenzi throwing it down with uh, Cam Stewart, Lou Gamblu.com. Uh, I just wanted to properly say, say goodbye uh, to Lou here. And we'll give you uh, give your thoughts on this uh, Arizona State and Rhode Island game uh, that's coming up. So, Lou, uh, people can find Lou Gamblu on uh, Twitter, um, Gamblu.com. But on the way out here, Lou, just want to wish you a, a happy Thanksgiving. Great, uh, great calls as far as attacking the games. Later in the week, now before the Bears like start moving those uh, numbers around and people start jumping in uh, on this stuff. But is there another NFL game you want to share before we get out of here? Had they played on uh, Thursday, I would have been taking Baltimore plus the points. Now I see there's all kinds of COVID and everything. I- I'm still not afraid unless the line goes way haywire. Uh, that'll be an interesting game to look at, but I'm not afraid of Baltimore. And that said, Pittsburgh's got a chip because they've had a couple of bye weeks taken from them, no fault of their own. That'll be a hell of a game. Lou, gamblu.com. It's always a pleasure, sir. Thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. Stay safe and a happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, Lou. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Thank you. There's uh, Lou, gamblu.com. Uh, great stuff uh, with Lou. Uh, Joe Lisi's going to step up and in, in a couple of moments. We'll jump into the college football uh, board as well as the NFL. But we got a college basketball game. Well, we got a bunch of games. But one game that's interesting here, Arizona State and Rhode Island. Rhode Island is rebuilding right now, Cam. ASU's a yep. pretty loaded team. Uh, Herb's they are. got returning starters. He's got transfers. He's got JUCOs. He's got internationals. They're they they're a pretty experienced team as well. A kid on Rhode Island, though, great name, uh, Fats. Uh, great, great name, <laughs> uh, Fats. Uh, not Domino, but uh, Fats Russell. But he's an oh, for the Nation <laughs> Trophy. Yeah, good player, but he's the only guy back. ASU gets it done. ASU covers the number. We'll hit it more on the other side. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.